Hello, Namaste everyone. I welcome you all to this uh, Guru Bodha session 10 with my Ayurveda teacher, Dr. M.B. Guruvaja sir. On behalf of all the participants and the future podcast and YouTube viewers, I welcome Dr. M.B. Guruvaja sir to this Guru Bodha session 10. Namaste sir. Thank you. Thank you, Janardhan. Namaste to everyone. I am the convener, Dr. Janardhan Ahabbar, founder of the easyayurveda.com. So this is our 10th session. Dr. M.B. Gurraja sir is an Ayurveda practitioner with more than 20 years of experience. And he is also a professor in an Ayurveda college. And he's the owner of Dhaula Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center, where he uh, sees, sees his clients and also conducts panchakarma and therapies. We will be discussing uh, one hour case study uh, under the guidance of Dr. Gurraja sir. Coming to the topic of the day, uh, first is the re relationship with, between the diabetes and the uh, liver disorders. So there was uh, an article in Librate uh, stating that if you have diabetes, it may be a good idea to get your liver condition examined. This is because studies show people suffering with type 2 diabetes with a higher body mass, mass index, meaning type 2 diabetes with people with uh, obesity are highly likely to have liver fibrosis, uh, a condition that can lead to cirrhosis of the liver and later uh, liver failure. So in the last class also, Guru Sir touched regarding the fatty liver condition and how grade one is not really uh, that much important clinically and whatnot. So Dr. Anup Mishra, chairman of Fortis C Doc a hospital said they recently conducted liver ultrasonography and fibro scan tests to assess fatty liver uh, and fibrosis in 250 diabetic people. And they found that 85% of the patients had grade 3 hepatic steatosis, meaning fat cells uh, comprised more than 66% of their liver's overall weight. So it, it appears to be a growing menace. So my question to Dr. Guraja sir is that you know how to uh, decipher this in the clinics. It's very common in India and also in all uh, countries that you know, having diabetic cases has become very common especially diabetes with obesity, they almost go hand in hand. And now we, we also are asked to you know take care of the liver profile. So how to go about this uh, procedure, sir? So definitely, if you observe the, what the Acharyas have said very clearly, Prameha itself is a disease which is kept under Astamahagada by most of the Acharyas. If you observe the dosha, dushi and all those things, it involves the multi-system. It, uh, the dusha in Prameha, according to Ayurveda, it contains even rasa, rakta, mamsa, medha, majja, vasa, lasika, everything, everything it covers. So when such a disease which is covering entire uh, shrotasas and different type of uh, tissues, definitely it has its own effect. But regarding this uh, new area, they have identified that there is some uh, correlation between uh, diabetic patient and the liver disorders that may be but it is whether it is due to the diabetes itself that may be a chance or whether the study has been conducted in such a patients those who are diabetic since last five years so they're already taking certain one or the other uh, oral hypoglycemic agents a chemical drug even that drug may be causing problem to the liver so that may not be ruled out so we need to understand all those aspects but in Ayurveda, very clearly it is said, Prameha or the diabetes, it is a, a type of 
disease are more in favor of santarpanottajanya so which is over nutritious or maybe because of uh, we are putting the system we are pushing the system into such a way that it has to handle with lot of energies when we are unable to maintain that definitely the things will go in a wrong way if you observe the pathology or sampraapti of uh, prameha very clearly there is a mismatch with the agni as well as inside the nutritional material so in such a manner definitely we know that everything whatever we consume it has to be metabolized and it has to be made homogeneous with the body at the level of liver so when liver takes an important role and this is an endocrine linked disorder with the multi system involvement and multi tissues involved definitely there will be lot of stress on the various tissues all these things ultimately put a back pressure on liver and liver ultimately ends up with some wrong deeds there's a reason because there is a, a lot change in our food style there is a lot of changes in our lifestyle there is a lot of changes in cases of our um, physical activity so all these are progressive in such a manner that most of the people living in urban areas they are uh, turning to be become the type 2 diabetic patients because of various reasons so it's a multifactorial so in such a scenario definitely when system is been added or dumped with lot of energy it has to be metabolized by the liver and liver is at stake so automatically liver takes the wrath so because of that the liver ends up in trouble so that may be a coincidental identification they are understood but here once again along with the disease nature as well as maybe the management part of it what the chemical drugs or synthetic drugs they are taking that too also may be contributing certain factors to develop the fibrosis in liver so we need to understand this part also in you know, ayurvedic sampraapti uh, of pramehas uh, master madhava has clearly said medascha mamsascha sharirajam cha kledam kapho vastigata pradushya it is explained diabetes obesity and you know even the fatty liver disorders uh, you know all are related with the number one dhatu that is explained in the shloka itself the vedas medha dhatu under which circumstances you would uh, i mean suppose a patient with diabetes with uh, you know higher bmi comes under which circumstances you would go for uh, examining the liver or uh, ordering a liver function test sir see examining the liver function test is a, not a mandatory one when a patient comes with a type 2 diabetes and is obese so in that situation most of the times what we go for is a lipid profile examination supporting thing then many a times we have come across those who are obese they may not be having a bad lipid profile whereas a lean person coming with a very bad lipid profile and the bad cholesterol is very high so that doesn't makes any sense of uh, understanding the things but obesity in the total body bulk of fat if it is more then definitely it is nothing but what he has consumed through the mouth so it has the energy to reach it to the body through mouth only so in order to overcome that we need to understand that something to be done for the related with the intake that's what the ayurveda nidana very clearly says asya sukham that is the first line what he says is asya sukham the whatever the way we, we like to eat and whatever the quantity we like to eat we consume it so ultimately it has ended and it is not a sudden one day happened thing it is a continuously happening process and we ignored it in the beginning so ultimately the person lands up in a big disease so we need to understand that it is very important to know that you know sometimes 
a lame person can also have a fatty liver disorder. I mean, if, suppose if you have 70% with obesity and liver complications or diabetes with liver com complications, how to uh, plan a treatment there? Can, can there be common herbs or medicines and panchakarma that we can choose which target the diabetes and the uh, liver conditions as well? Definitely. First of all, if it is a diabetic, many times may not be a suitable candidate for panchakarma type of thing, but provided if we analyze the patient and his body mass index is supportive and uh, there is, if you consider this uh, condition as bahudoshaja, then we can go for the virechana type of things, which virechana, which supports the liver functions as well as it also helps to revive the liver conditions. And even also it helps to remove the um, toxic materials from the gut. So it entirely supports the, the, all the three doshas and definitely with the predominancy with the pitta. So when Agni is maintained with these type of activities, definitely it is going to help the obesity as well as diabetic condition plus liver disorders. And we have a lot of common drugs like Katuki and Haridra and even Nishamalaki, all these type of things. There's not only Saguduchi, they not only support the diabetic component or the part, it also supports or clarifies or rectifies even the liver functions. So definitely even Kalamega, Kiratikta, these are all the drugs which have much importance. So it not only clears the liver functions, it also helps in overcoming the sugar values. So definitely these are the, some of the drugs which can be taken care or utilized in the, both the conditions of obesity as well as any liver disorders associated with diabetes. In a known case of uh, fatty liver changes, maybe of grade 3 or more, how, how long Ayurveda treatment usually is required so that you know, liver starts functioning normally with, and gets rid of the fatty deposits? Sir? Usually if a grade 3 fatty liver or something like that which is beyond the first stage, which requires a treatment protocol, it depends. If you suggest the patient to go for the virechana and do the procedures, then the results may be within one month. So if it is right away only shamana chikitsa because the patient body mass index is not supporting or some other factors you are feeling that is ayogya or no, person not fit for the virechana, then you can go for the shamana chikitsa, that is a palliative treatment. So in the palliative treatment, if continuously it is done, then it may take up to 60 days to 90 days to rectify. If you are to go for uh, Virechana out of the Ruksha Virechana, Snigdha Virechana, probably the Ruksha Virechana makes sense because the Snigdhata is already increased due to the Medha Dhatu there. No, there is no uh, hard and fast rule, but it is a Santarpana Vyadi, Santarpana Uttar Vyadi, that is because of the extra nutrition. But we need to take concern in such a way that sometimes a patient may be even Sukumara, even though he is obeyed and all those things. We cannot go with a harsh way of uh, purgation. We cannot go for the Tikshna Virechana. So we can go for the regular type of um, simple Haritaki Churna with um, water or something like that. If it is a non-diabetic, then with Guda. So such combinations can be made. Only with Jayapala and such type of drugs can be taken based on the requirement. If uh, too much of obesity is there and patient can withstand and the manobala is also good, then we can go for the Tivra Virechikas or Tikshni Virechikas like Jayapala and such drugs. Uh, moving on to the next topic. So this is uh, a case 
treated by Dr. M. B. Guraja sir in the Dawda Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center. Can you please uh, walk us through the case? How did you approach? Uh, details, please, sir. This is a young lady. Uh, she has come to me with uh, already diagnosed case. She has been uh, put on uh, steroids since a long time. Uh, it is a case of uh, chronic idiopathic thrombocytopenic purpura which can be taken in Ayurvedic perspective as a Thiriyagdhata So when I suggested her to taper the steroids, then slowly she develops these type of petechial hemorrhage spots all over the body. So with the tapering of those steroid drugs, I started with Ayurveda drugs like Chandrakala Rasa and Estimadu Ganavati and a combination called Karika PT, so which contains Panchatikta as well as Karika Papaya. So slowly with these type of drugs, the patient condition develop into a normalcy. The petechial hemorrhages are gone. But unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm still, she's under treatment. Uh, I'm unable to get the result with uh, the low platelet count. She is having a very low platelet count. This is not rectified yet. And she's in a continuous treatment. But her petechial hemorrhages has resolved totally. So that is a one plus point with the use of Chandrakala Rasa and Estimadu Ganavari and Karika PT. So such combination of drugs, which is going against the Pitta as well as the Rakta. Peculiar Tiktarasa Dravya as well as Sheetavirya Dravyas. So definitely it has resulted in that way. And this is the outcome. But she is having a very low platelet count somewhere around 12,000 like that. So such a low level, but she is somehow managing with that. In the uh, set of herbs that you use, Yastimadu, yeah, classical Pitahara, so Rakta Pitta, we can make a correlation. So also is Karika Papaya very frequently used even in case of dengue treatment where uh, you know, platelet counts are low, we, we need to pick it up. Like, what's the, But what's the logic of uh, using Chandrakala Rasas? Like out of all, how, how did you pick it? The Chandrakala Rasa in Falashruti, it is very clearly mentioned it is for the bleeding. Wherever there is a bleeding spots or bleeding, it's there. Chandrakala Rasa is used. So it's nothing but Rakta Pitta. So it's a drug of choice in one of the drug of choice in Rakta Pitta. So I selected that Chandrakala Rasa. And after how many days of treatment did you arrive at this stage where, you know, uh, the, the in between, I think it is a gap of one month, these two photographs. Gap of one month or 45 days, something like that. And uh, any other treatment plans that you are considering to re revise the plate accounts? Because it's a very sensitive case and even uh, she's a female and a lot of concern and uh, she's feeling uh, so many times and uh, something like that, even uh, suicidal tendencies. So I cannot uh, simply go with a lot of medication. I need a lot of counseling and I just usually go for a counseling and I use, uh, select only these type of drugs. In future, if it is any plan, if it, I can go for using Shatavari, Kushmandar, Gokshura, this type of drugs to help the Pitta Shamana. So let me see that in future what happens. Thank you very much for deciphering the case for us, sir. And going to the next topic. Pandemic brings Indian consumers closer to Ayurveda. According to experts, this Ayurveda demand has been, uh, has risen and uh, now Ayurveda has, is going to become $15 billion industry by 2023. It's not a very big number. Uh, still, you know, some kind of encouragement we can pat, it, pat on our backs, uh, $15 billion. So there has been a surge in demand uh, for Ayurveda products after COVID-19 pandemic 
as the people have realized the importance of uh, traditional immunity boosters. According to experts, this demand for Ayurvedic uh, products along with growing this, uh, discretionary spending can help in Ayurveda becoming $15 billion and go beyond that. An Apple iPhone sells probably, uh, I, I don't know exact number, honestly, but it probably sells more than $15 billion of worth of iPhones they sell in a, in a week's or months but still we are in a you know nascent global domination with ayurveda uh, so how do you feel about it sir so it's a it's just a mere number we have uh, two important segments here that is organized sector and unorganized sector we can get the information and data and even the statistics from the organized sector but we don't know the exact the data of unorganized sector how much herbs are being used and how much it is uh, money relation has taken place because many a times we ideas they themselves collect the drugs from the nature and they prepare medicine they sell it to the their clients uh, such type of things are unorganized sector is a lot of, the huge scope is there but still when compared to the chinese traditional medicine our uh, global market is, is very comparatively very less and if it is increasing after the pandemic it's a good use at least people now realize that uh, ayurveda can deliver a lot of important things to their life and it has a meaning in their life that that is a good progress definitely we will have a good future for ayurveda and even the ayurvedic market definitely people once they expose themselves to these two products and the results outcomes definitely they will try to search the, the effect and efficacy of ayurveda in other diseases also not only for immunity boosting then for the other diseases also definitely that scope has been definitely widens after these uh, developments which is taking place after the pandemic and in uh, perspective of uh, ayurveda thing uh, it is a good thing what's happening at least at uh, somewhere around uh, down the line the people has to understand this the efficacy of ayurveda and its uh, role how it has been used um, um, 3000 5000 years ago and how it is been still it is in practice with all onslaught of uh, technology and the modern medicine and still it is surviving so itself we suggest that it is uh, how long how capable of uh, handling the things definitely in the chronic diseases and other managements ayurveda has a supremacy when compared to the other drugs other other system of medicines and uh, i also feel that it is uh, now uh, for the you know honest ayurveda purely ayurveda pra practicing ayurveda doctors in india and also in practitioners abroad they have to like up the ante uh, up their game uh, they have to do more and more like public talks, uh, you know, home remedies or herb uses awareness program. I'm sure many of the participants that are here, they conduct such talks and all. So probably they have to, like, I mean, we, we have to, you know, market ourselves in a better way with more, more and more talks in, you know, uh, communities uh, and whatnot, sir. See, the, we have a different set of uh, people, or uh, you can say it's a, we have a different set of audience. Not everyone will be a friendly or a savvy with the technology. So some may be searching the things in YouTube and some may be searching in Google, but some may be looking at some books, some may be looking at the, some um, audio talks or something like that, or something like that. So, there will be a different set of people with a different set of interest. So definitely uh, somebody is doing some awareness camp, somebody is doing some awareness camp again um, about the plants, 
and the cultivation of plants somebody with the utilization of the plants and somebody with the principles of ayurveda and someone is propagation see propagation let it come from any direction it may be cme it may be um, short talk or it may be some videos clippings or some um, presentations or maybe peer reviewed journal presents uh, statistics let everything speak about ayurveda then automatically it will be growing in multi direction uh, one uh, naturally surviving thing has to grow in multi direction so that's a good sign if somebody is doing some awareness program there may be but we need to understand a uh, important area where we need to inculcate this habit is bring the concepts of ayurveda into the minds of young brains that is uh, very particularly those who are in high schools and colleges if you inculcate these ideas and the concepts of ayurveda into their brain they will become a um, future prospective doctors of ayurveda or they become future prospective clients of ayurveda and they may practice these things in their home and they develop next generation they will pass down this information so that is the where the very important uh, thing we need to do it and of course nowadays the young generation is uh, very much uh, tech savvy and they like can understand and um, handle these informations from the google and all this uh, search engines definitely it will be good if you put a lot of uh, efforts on those areas to provide them the necessary documents and the informations regarding this and um, propagation if it is done with uh, all all these things along with that if you start giving the results in patient that is a very very important just simply just to talk talk that doesn't make any sense if you talk and also deliver then it comes the very wonderful thing like it like it all you know for the you know my websites like easy ayurveda and uh, ayurmedinfo.com and all uh, when i look into the uh, analytics part more than 30% of the people coming uh, to the website searching for ayurveda remedies herbs and what not so more than 30% of them fall between the age group of 15 to 30 so it's a very good sign that you know the young people in their second and third decades are looking up to ayurveda and all and probably it will be a good idea to at least have like 5 to hours of uh, uh, their curriculum maybe in the high school at, or at least in the science uh, 11th or 12th somewhere in between uh, because yoga is getting uh, incorporated so similarly if a, a few basic concepts of ayurveda and little bit of herbs uh, can give kind of a needed academic push to ayurveda in 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 a very early age to the uh, students definitely that, that is a that's a right area right the place where we need to give a little bit of push so once even government is also planning for such activities and uh, department of ayush and ministry of ayush is also working on that lines definitely if curriculum and even the subject a little bit uh, importance on ayurveda indian culture and history and these things if uh, rectification has done definitely it gives a push to ayurveda and even to the next future generation they will be very choosy in selecting the, these uh, subjects as well as uh, the information so definitely it is going to help with more and more knowledge of ayurveda spreading the myths like uh, anybody can take any remedy or myths i, I mean if i read a few ayurveda things here and there i myself can self medicate or treat uh, other people so probably with good knowledge spreading through the academic routes and you know all the ayurveda uh, uh, community as a whole stacking stepping up will be helpful in busting these myths and keep, uh, keeping away an attempt to Uh, paint ayurveda as some kind of a just 
home remedy science see regarding uh, developing of myth and all those things it's quite common obvious we can have myth for anything any science can also can be said as a myth one who believes in the science he accepts it as a truth the one who doesn't believe or he is feeling some doubtfulness he always go for that and some non believer will always be putting blame on the others so such type of things is very common see we have some broad based understanding or some beliefs among the population that ayurveda doesn't have any side effects is it true it is not true if a drug is given in a wrong direction a wrong dosage and a wrong person then it can cause a side effect but the strongest belief is that ayurveda is herbal it is free of side effects so like that the myths and understandings are different you know even regarding the computers and how it functions and even all these things there are myths all over the world wherever there is a science there will be myth and that cannot be and uh, that can be only you know by problem uh, propagating the real science and things slowly we can overcome it but still as the days advances and the time advances and new new things will come and a new myth will evolve when will go and a new one may generate so this is a very superstitious things that uh, let it be whatever the way let it spread fast once it spreads the people then people will definitely think which is right which is not right and they will choose and they will take decisions so that's the reason we should just give in whatever the way we can propagate the ayurveda in maybe in the form of booklets maybe in the form of pushing through the curriculum maybe pushing it through the young prince or going to some high schools and developing some gardens of medicinal plants and even going to village making some health camps so many things there are many many ways of uh, spreading ayurvedic information let it be in all these things in every direction it spreads let it go in a very good one like just like i have said ano bhadrenta krutavo vishvata let the virgin good things come from all the direction like that let it spread in all the direction talking about myths last two years have been like totally myths and science coalesced like there is covid 19 there are facts and there are myths then there is there was this vaccine and you know the treatments new and new drugs every day every week trying to, to treat the covid 19 and there is even the technology world there is like 5g and you know radiation related to 5d technology and all so then it was like individual myths layer now we have like cocktail of myths like covid 19 with 5g you know it was causing this that rightly quoted the you know vedas chant that let the science progress let the truth spread let, let let's be receptive to all the truths and the science then you know the naturally these myths will be taken care of and another interesting thing that is happening with the promotion of ayurveda is that you know many of the farmers Uh, so what has happened is in, in in places like bangalore these techies and software engineers who were there in bangalore noida gurgaon all those places because of the pandemic around they they have gone back and now i see a lot of queries of these people taking up farming and now they want to not only do farming but also do organic farming so with organic farming they want to do cultivate ayurveda so uh, there is this new avenues opening up and new opportunities coming up uh, in terms of organic farming and many other places yeah, definitely because in the during the pandemic if you observe the rates of uh, ashwagandha guduchi 
Yestimadu, Shatavari, they all jumped like anything. Even Guguru almost doubled or tripled the prices. So this is a very common thing because when suddenly the market uh, demand is up and supplier is not there and you cannot have a, it is not a chemical thing which is factory made, it has to grow naturally. Definitely there will be demand and whoever has the thing, they have taken the care of uh, these uh, demands, definitely fetch it the higher prices. And this pushes the market in such a way that because many people, they lost their livelihood during the pandemic. Uh, there is a lockdown and all these things and they wanted to shift back to the, some other alternative of uh, earning the resources and definitely they found this is a new area where a uh, very large scope is there and they understood that with the pandemic uh, how the health is important and those which are associated or attached with the health sector definitely thrives for the longer time so that's the reason they want to attach it with these things and Ayurveda has definitely has taken a boost uh, with the pandemic and uh, these day of occasions. Definitely, the market is uh, full of opportunities for the growth of uh, organic farming as well as the herbal uh, material sampling and their uh, nurseries and the whatnot. As the people are doing farming with Tulsi, a lot of people are doing with that nowadays. And it's a good thing because when they start doing these uh, techies and these people, they have a background idea of marketing and how better marketing can be done and they'll find out the supplier and as well as the buyer and everything they'll go for the contract forming and there'll be no loss because this is a very important area where anybody can grow but who is buyer if we don't know the buyer then the product will perish so that should not happen so that's the these things can be very well managed by these techies and if they are entering in, that's a good sign. Let them enter and enjoy. Yeah. Uh, from the world of uh, computers and wires and Wi-Fi to the natural earthy, earthy mud, smell of mud, water and greens. Welcome. Go going back to the few other questions that have come, uh, Gnana Karthik asks, if the liver has mild coarse uh, and parenchyma after our treatment, can we get normal liver parenchyma back? LFT is normal. Do you have any experience on normal liver scan after our treatments? Definitely. The change in the parenchyma usually occurs in chronic liver disease and which ultimately when the coarse parenchyma occurs there and ultimately it turns into cirrhotic liver. So with our treatment regularly, we can stop the process of changing this parenchyma. Of course, we have done lot of uh, progress in this treatment but to show you as a evidence i don't have a comparative fibro scan showing that the earlier prior fibrosis was this much and now after treatment is this much but i have a list of patients patients those who are uh, suffered from a cirrhosis and a pre-cirrhotic condition and a cirrhotic condition they cleared up their problems and they are now living a happily the normal life even some of them have even left the treatment because they have already taken treatment for a period of one year like, like that. So I only suggested them to stop the treatment and they are without any medication. They are leading the normal life and there is uh, very much normal LFT and everything. But I don't have uh, that comparative fibro scan studies to show it. In future, I will definitely go for it. But, but it is quite common to see that the liver function test corrections that that should be like qu quite common in a practice that you know the LFT was 
wrong and you know that liver liver function test as well as the serum prothrombin time and uh, all other areas that everything will become normal with the treatment that is very much reversible even the serum albumin and serum globulin ratios will be usually in case of uh, cirrhotic liver globulin ratio will be higher than the albumin after our treatment it becomes reversal because it's a normal c that will be serum albumin will be higher than the serum globulin so even that ratio is also achieved with the treatment of ayurveda so that all the, all those areas are taken care of but to, to compare this uh, fibro scan I, i didn't have a facility and i didn't have that scope to study in that of course in future i may try this one and then i'll put it because anyhow the lot of uh, cases of cirrhosis you do come to me so i will go for it next in future and also when the when you know that in a client is clinically improving and the lft and other blood tests are improving so we know that liver is improving it becomes little hard to push for again scan because we know that liver is already in a normal course no usually when i rather than giving a treatment simple treatment i go for a counseling lot of things i'll suggest to them what are the rectification has be done Uh, what is the state they are uh, presenting with and what may be the future prognosis and how bad the state you are and everything i'll explain to them and they listen to me very clearly and if they listen to me then only i'll start treatment so i'll make somewhat uh, un- unwritten uh, commitment from them that they will continue the treatment and uh, they'll do the, all the uh, laboratory investigations or whatever it is which i suggested from time to time and definitely usually they because once the things are uh, rectifying and people are feeling good definitely they will follow the instructions and there will be there will be no handering that they will not go for any you know even they will be happy to see that there is things are rectifying in the laboratory document yeah i mean when when when, when there is benefits to see they will i mean the clients will obey whatever we <laughs> next is dr vivekananda asks good evening sir in what dose will chandrakala help in menorrhagia and can it be given in menopausal syndrome uh, you know i mean menorrhagia has become like very common especially with like uh, women in the 40s and 45s nearing to menopause uh, they'll be having a, a dub continuously or uh, or the you know periods get shortened and you know the uh, it it keeps on increasing so chandrakala alone or in a combination how how to go about it sir see uh, menorrhagia metrorrhagia and this type of uh, dysfunctional uterine bleeding and menopausal bleeding and all these things i do get the cases but the result let me put it very straight forward the result is out of two cases it will be one i can get the result in another uh, case usually means some somewhere around 50% of the cases we get 100% rectification 100% correct correction and we find the good result but remaining things many a times uh, we need to take up the help of other system of medicines to clear the conditions i do come across with these things and i usually go for chandrakala rasa as well as even pradrantaka loha and as well as bolabaddha rasa and even uh, stiplon tablet from himalaya i use all these things in a combinations along with that estimadu ganavatti even shadavari gopshura these type of things after these combinations in 50% of the cases i get 100% result but remaining 50% it is marginal benefit or moderate benefit or no benefits so that is a criteria many times we will be pushed to accept that some other system of medicine is required to control the bleeding when we are 
giving these styptic medicines in a higher dose, cetrodrantakaras, loha, bolabadaras, stiplon, etc. Do we need to consider the clotting factor of the blood? So that should be kept in mind or? If a clotting factor is to be kept in mind, then bleeding would not have been taken place. If a patient is suffering with a heavy bleeding, means the clotting is nowhere concerned. So we need to go for an increase in the clotting type. So we need we don't mind in using our drugs in a very good dosage because see so you observe that I go for up to four tablets of Pradrantakarasa, four tablets of Bolabaddarasa in a single patient per day to control the bleeding. So it doesn't make any, uh, it is not a bad idea or it is not a wrong way or to handle these type of things with such type of doses. And of course, whatever the doses we give, that will be only for a shorter duration, maybe three days, five days, seven days, like that. Within that time, we need to get the results. Otherwise, it will be difficult because uh, we cannot allow the blood loss. That is a very important one. One of the place where the, according to Ayurveda, Jiva is residing. One of the Pranayatana. So we cannot leave it to happen. It's a go like that. So we need to go for that clotting and withhold the bleeding. So we need to use such a type of two to four tablets per day of each type of category. I have used it and I could get a result in 50% of the cases. Whenever I get a client like 40 years and above with menorrhagia or irregular periods with, I mean, when, when the periods happen, usually it will be with heavy bleeding and whatnot. During the, uh, you know, during the menstruation, phase you know the, these things are given but even now in even during the non-menstruation phase as a continuous medicine i would put uh, say a low dose of himalaya stiplon or ashoka capsule or even low dose of bolabuddha continuously for a few months so that uh, you know at, at least the successive menstruation uh, uh, cycles will be with less bleeding yeah, 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 definitely. We need to balance the uh, doshic imbalance inside as well as the hormonal uh, disturbance has to be taken care of. For that, what a regular treatment has to be given that we need to give it. But at the time of bleeding, the phase of bleeding it is there, then we need to go with a higher doses. So usually when there is a bleeding starts, we will watch it for one to two days. If it is not slowing down the number of pads the what they are using, if it is increasing and the patient is feeling that it's there are a lot of clots, then definitely we will go with a higher dose of it for a short duration of three to seven days. So within that period, it has to suppress. If it is not suppressed, then we will be forced to go for the other system of medicines. Thank you, sir. Uh, Pradipa Rai Samji has uh, asked a question. Uh, Namaste, Dr. Guraja, sir. Here is a case of female 50 years old going through depression and uterine fibroids and menorrhagia. She undergoes hot flashes, sweaty peripheries during her sleep. How do how to approach this case with the perimenal puzzle peri phase menorrhagia? Ashokari star, Gavardini, Varanadi, Kalyana Kavleham, Stiplon, Yushiraswa, Shatavari, etc. Chandrakala adding would be helpful. Are you, your thoughts, sir? Definitely. Chandrakala rasa and even Pradhanta rasa would be helpful. Definitely, if there is a continuous bleeding, because many times these patients do have a bleeding phase of almost, they'll say that every day they'll be using two, three pads and the bleeding is from since the third and 28 days, 34 days, 40 days like that, there'll be continuous bleeding. And it is not only making the female to lose her health, 
as well as it also gives a lot of uh, stress to the mind it have a lot of you know uh, irritation to the mind you know, because of this regular uh, things happening in her so in order to overcome that we need to go for uh, pradhanantaka rasa as well as pradhanantaka loha it is same uh, or even chandrakala rasa or bolabaddha rasa accordingly with a higher doses and even many times i'll go with the estimadu in the form of kshirapaka and something like that we need to uh, address the pitta as well as uh, clotting factors so gokshura kushmanda shatavari these are the drug of choice for us when the menorrhage is running for many many months it's also probably good idea to have loha dhatu or iron supplements uh, supplementing so that the rakta dhatu is also taken care of definitely that's the reason that's why we have got that um, pradrantaka loha and all these things the, the loha component is also there in that that will going to help us in uh, of course there are many proprietary combinations are also available in the market which can be used like emptone is there emptone fort is there gynecolin is there there are plenty of preparations in the market like gycon is there uh, there are a lot of uh, preparations which can be used accordingly even uh, one preparation i usually go for it that is gynecolin i'll ask the patient to take it at 10 ml 6 to 8 times a day so that type of thing continuously if it is given then slowly within a short span of 1 to 2 days the bleeding will be reduced gynecolin syrup sir yeah gynecolin syrup which company manufactures i mean uh, basic uh, info sir kerala ayurveda i think yeah kerala ayurveda miss vinaya sandras comments that you mentioned other medical systems but in english medication they use only the birth control pills uh, that causes a lot more issues than it solves the reason is the first and primary aim of uh, any uh, doctor in such a situation is to avoid bleeding we cannot allow the blood to lose if a person is losing the blood how can we allow it to for a longer duration because uh, otherwise then patient hemoglobin will go down in such a way that we need to go for an uh, blood transfusion for uh, whatever the other system of medicine that is they are using the hormones that uh, hormone combination pills what we use it's only for a time being or a short cycle for maybe one month or two months so with that at least that will be rectified uh, because um, uh, we have already tried our all medications in that when the patient is not uh, able to get the result then we do will be will be not having any other idea or any other uh, scope rather than uh, accepting the truth that we may have to go for certain hormonal pills to control the bleeding uh, pradeep pradeep arasimji had raised her hand can you please go ahead with the question ma'am so going back to the previous case of uh, the perimenopausal uh with menorrhea and uteroid fibroids right so i have a, when you mentioned shatavari and kushmanda valeha so now in a case where there is uterine fibroids and this space has this patient has extreme uh, bleeding see me for like 40 minutes and she left she she was bleeding throughout and she had to go change multiple times so isn't shatavari or i i think i'm confused like you know this is this is just one specific example but when a case like this comes should we focus on how, which one should we focus on should we focus on like balancing the rakta dhatu first in giving a uh, loha type of medications to uh, increase the um, you know re- reduce the anemia and also should we also focus on controlling the bleeding first or 
adopt a holistic approach to do a balance of both we know like where am i going to get wrong no first of all in these patients we need to understand their uh, basic uh, nature if they are obese and if they are uh, having a lot of issues with uh, you know a hormonal imbalance and of course there will be fibroids when there is a fibroids that uh, in the endometrial surface will increase definitely in those patients definitely there will be periodical bleeding will be comparatively much higher so when such thing is there first our priority is to stop the bleeding because loss should be prevented once loss is prevented then we can go for the replenishment or the replacement of uh, which is something which is lost so we need to select such a drugs which are both looking at improving the hemoglobin factors as well as improving the rakthadhatu and as well as it is also controlling the pitta so we need to select such type of shitavirya uh, dravyas along with some loha preparations like pradrantaka loha along with that some shatavari here or some even uh, gokshura such type of uh, i mean ashoka lodra such type of drugs if it is selected definitely it is going to help us it will be like shitavirya pradana shita madura rasa pradana dravyas yes shita madura tikta kashaya that is the predominant area the drug should be of those nature too much apanavayu drishti in in these cases uh, shirodara or nasya helps i mean rather than like shirodara nasya which entirely targets like head and neck region probably this shatadotagrata local uh, application because in uh, uh, master sushruta explains uh, for um, fifth month pregnancy bleeding aspect in, in case of threatened abortion he explains that shatadotagrata local application in the neck in and around navel region application is somewhat helpful in checking the uh, bleeding and though it's not like a kind of a direct treatment it can be of little help sir definitely we can um, go for this as a type of uh, information we can, we have to take it for the study purposes as well as to understand it statistically until unless we regularly use this in particular conditions and uh, get the results we cannot claim it moreover nowadays when a patient um, pregnancy has become a, such a precious thing we can't even afford a, something which is going as an abortion or threatened abortion and trying with all these of things which may helpful or may not helpful so usually uh, patient will go with the flow of how the society is behaving definitely in these cases they will try to get the thing which can be as a emergency management what should be done that is the ideal one to do it if it is a secondary if you are very mild cases and where patient is convinced and we can take the chance then we can go for such type of patients to registered into the or enrolled into the studies that can be given with the consent and all those things then we can use those uh, techniques and information of our text to prove their efficacy Namaste, Dr. Guru Rajan, Dr. Hevan. My question is regarding the girls who have extreme pain. The pain is so acute that they faint, they fall down, and they cannot move or do anything for days at stretch. Like these are extreme condition, 
birth so control usually... pills also do not work painkillers do not work like nothing has been working and there is absolutely no problem with their body according to all the modern testing that has been done on these girls so you start doing this one you, i do get these uh, patients and this uh, where i have got the results is using sukumara grita with hingvastaka churna regularly sukumara grita with hingvastaka churna i usually start this from the 21st day of the cycle till the uh, 31st day or even like that so by that time the bleeding phase will come and go so if a 10 days earlier time the person has started taking sukumara grita with hingvastaka churna two to three times a day then definitely the things will settle down in one to three months time all your menstrual related pain will go off so it, you said 21 days but these people have very irregular periods so how are we going to recommend when do they start okay if that is a case then you start from one fine day uh, the 21st day thinking that it is there is a we do we can't have a num- exact number of day then you start from one day slowly with this combination things will settle down this will be a problem until the first cycle so once there is a cycle then afterwards there is no problem you can select the 21st day and this sukumar grita does it has to be mixed up with how 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 do we give the give it to them one do spoon we... is somewhere around 5 ml to 10 ml of sukumar grita with mixed with one spoon or maybe 3 to 5 grams of hingvastaka churna and should be taken before food hingvastaka churna containing tricotinol will it not cause increased bleeding no when these things are there i mean these drugs are used in such a combination they will control the apana vayu in such a way that because apana vayu is the one which is responsible for the garbha nishramana kriya and shakrat and artava nishramana kriya and all those things so definitely apana vayu will be controlled and that's why urdhagata of the apana vayu will be reversed so definitely the patient feel comfortable one of the things uh, to your point uh, sir uh, you know hingvastakshunas uh, shloka says that it says janayati jataragnim and vata rogamscha hanti and you know, with the agni increasing and the rasadatu getting refined artava being a upadatu of rasadatu so the whole cycle starts getting better and better probably agni uh, and rasadatu correction with in terms of use of sukumaragrata mishta hingvastaka churna in that is one of the modes of action there definitely if apana vayu is moving in a normal direction it will bring the other things of artava srava and everything in a normal direction normal quantity in that direction if it is become urdhvagata then definitely it leads to lot of problems we need to go for such type of drug combinations which will reduce the apana vayu or even rectify the apana vayu so that's the combination which i have found very good results in my practice sukumaragrata in a combination with hingvastaka churna has given me a, given me a wonderful results and pradeepa ji chance in saying gandharasthadi yerenda taila pichu Uh, in the navel region works miracles uh, for painful periods followed by mild fomentation yeah again a vatahara action there sir definitely that that can also be done of course many a times patients with that type of um, problem when they approach they'll be frustrating with the periods and it is a menace 
they'll uh, request sir something to be done to stop this so in those patients they expect that something to be taken and very easily it should go off or some injection or something like that so if you, if you want to go for a pichu and all those things and it has to, she has to get admitted and all these uh, big issues are there not it will be possible for every patient but consuming sukumaragrita and uh, ingvastika churna combined it can be done even at a home and even at the clinic even uh, the ipd setup or opd setup wherever it is so that is the most convenient combination we can use it yes vinaya ji please go ahead um sir thank you for that um, new combination but what i have used in my experience so in my experience i work with a lot of teenagers who are addicted to opioids and other drugs so it starts off with birth control pills and other drugs they have been taking mentally um psycho- psychiatric drugs also make them get addicted to these drugs and when they come out of all these pills their uterus cannot stop bleeding because there is so much of hormonal changes that has happened so what i have experienced uh, um, hel- which has helped me is the decoction of um, lodra daru haridra vetivir licorice and dhruva because that works as raktastambana and then vasa powder with water also helps to you know stop that bleeding part and uh, nasya with dhruva ghee has also helped and i also asked them to have uh, goat milk that can also help but it usually takes at least 3 to 4 months for them to regulate their periods they tend to bleed but if you allow them to do that the body actually takes charge but if we use the medical uh, intervention with different pills it actually uh, takes a step back so that was my main concern when i you know work with all these girls because they want to get rid of it but then there is a psychological factor that our uterus holds on to certain emotions so again these girls have traded um, you know uh, sexual intercourse for the drugs and all those things those are all held in our uterus and uh, when those emotions just discharge by itself it takes 3 to 4 months for it to fix naturally uh, so the medical intervention is not even needed sometimes but you just have to emotionally start working on what are the thoughts coming up and why they are in this position first of all and um, that has helped me so i just wanted to share that but um, thank you for uh, sukumar agritam and ingvashtakachurna combination is colloidal silver or colloidal gold used in ayurveda uh, what conditions are used there's a lot of con- confusion on the use of colloidal silver some people say that it can cause skin to turn blue permanently we don't go for colloidal uh, silver or gold in that form we use in ayurveda it's a nanoparticle and it is a very clear basma we call it as and once we say it is a standard basma that basma is a um, totally river non reversible to the metal so it won't behave like metal whatever been listed in the western medicine or anywhere in the science articles and all those things these are the side effects of a particular type of metal but what we are using is entirely a different set of thing it is a nanoparticle of that metal and nanoparticle of metal behaves entirely different than the elemental metal so we don't need to worry about this colloidal gold and colloidal silver or something like that we can use very authentic sources of uh, basmas from there you can collect it and use the basmas are manufactured by yourself with an authentic manner
Sir, I have one more question. Um, I just wanted to ask, what about Falagi and Shatavari Ghee? Will that help in that? Definitely. But Falagrita has an influence on hormones. But here, where there is a lot of bleeding, our intention is to control the Pitta first. So that's why we select Shukumara Grita. We can't take Falagrita or Shatavari Grita, but they are the second and third in the line. First okay. choice would be Sukumara. Sukumara is a more convenient as it won't not only on Pitta controlling and it also going to help us without disturbing any of the hormones. Uh, Shadanga Paniya, the soaked water with Mushta and Vitavir, um, Sandalwood. What in, in relation with what? Because uh, the classical reference of Shadanga Paniya goes in a different manner in Jara and uh, Pipasa, Trishna and these conditions. Will, not, so, will that not reduce Pitta? No, that, that is entirely different level because um, on the whole body there are Pitta, but presently the Pitta is um, having a problem at somewhere down the uh, body. Wherever this uh, particular Pitta of uh, Shadanga Paniya, what we are, we are targeting, that is at the level of different level. Okay. So we okay. cannot use Shadanga Paniya here in this condition. Because the original shloka goes of Shadanga Paniya is something like different that Musta Parpataka Udicha Ushira Chandana Nagarehi Shutam Shitam Jalam Dadyat Pipasa Jara Shantaye. So that is the one which is for the Pipasa and Jara and those combinations and conditions. This particular Shadanga Paniya is used. In general, using it is quenches or reduces the body temperature or reduces the uh, pitta to some extent and feeling of hotness will be reduced and your agni will be rekindled. So for that purpose we can use it but not for the where there is a bleeding and these conditions. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much sir. Uh, thank you for all the participants for your active questions. Uh, thank you Dr. Guraja sir for making this lively and uh, answering so many questions. Thank you. Thank you for all the participants for actively participating and making the session something lively. And I'm always here to share the things and also, of course, I'll also learn a new, new things from the new young comers. Young brains will always have a different ideas. So I always be open-minded and a rational thinker. And thank you all, one and all for the participation. Thank you. See you next Sunday. Namaste.